0: Welcome to Lynn Cullen Live. Talk radio without the static. Email your questions and comments to Lynn at pghcitypaper.com. And now your host, Lynn Cullen.
1: Hey, welcome. <coughs> hey, welcome. <laughs> Let's try that again. Uh it's the twenty-sixth of November. It's uh Tuesday, and that means my sister Susan is joining us. Hi, Sue. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How you doing?
2: No, I I'm okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Susan is in Green Bay, Wisconsin, to say it. I'm
2: in Green Bay, but I'm going to be I'm going to hang up and zip up the uh the Suitcase th- that is never emptied.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: and, and whisk mom up to Chicago. Um, down
1: to Chicago. How many times do to I have? Down. I never know what direction I'm going. And
2: uh and you know I'm doing this whole thing right after the wedding because our brother wanted a place to go. Excuse me. And, uh, well, he wanted his, his family seems to have abandoned him on Thanksgiving, so he called uh, his, oh, weeks oh. ago and, and invited himself to my house for Thanksgiving.
1: Because his family is scattered all over the world. Huh? Right,
2: and so I said sure, although I hadn't gotten to Thanksgiving yet, and then, of course, he decided that he'd rather stay home with his dog.
1: <laughs> Are you kidding me? No. So he's not coming? No. Okay,
2: <laughs> I bet Mom fifty bucks before I sent him the text, querying about his arrival that y- he was going to do this. <laughs>
1: unbelievable, well, you know, but
2: he doesn't want to put his dog in the kennel,
1: so he could bring his dog.
2: That's what I said. Well, all right, it's okay. It's fine.
1: Are you talking to the dog or me? I'm talking to you. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Dogs asleep. Oh, dogs asleep. Okay. Speaking of dogs, excuse me. Yes. Did you see in the science section of the New York Times today, it says, yes, your dog loves you. She can't help it. And it's about this, you know, increasing uh, uh, research on what the heck goes on in a dog's head. I mean, humans are just so curious about it, and we tend to anthropomorphize, but it appears that those who think, you know, yes, that no, my dog loves me, loves me unconditionally, that they are, in fact, probably correct, but that is because the dog has no choice. The dog is wired to love you. Hitler's dog loves you. You mean
2: we, we shouldn't be honored.
1: <laughs> no. You shouldn't think, oh, I you know, aw I'm the one. <laughs> it says here, raise a dog with sheep and it will love sheep. Raise a dog with penguins and it will love penguins. It a dog just is is inherently made to Essential, we call it love. I mean, I don't know what the dog calls it, but to be devoted—that's—that's um, that's why we. Well, were- I
2: mean, I think that's true. You know, I think of—I think of my dog's relationship with my daughter's cat. Yes. And uh, my daughter's cat Olive is hell on wheels. Uh, this is the cat that learned how to flush the toilet. Right. And so we have to we have to keep all bathroom doors shut, or the toilets will be merrily flushing all day. Um, but now you know they don't live in that. They grew up together. She grew up with with my dog, and my dog always loved her, even uh-huh. though she was so mean to him. She would just sit in front of him and like box his face with her. I know, and, or ambush he,
1: him at any minute. But he loved her, right?
2: He loved her. And when I take him, I, and and when they moved out, whenever he would see a black cat in a window,
1: yeah. he would go nuts. Aww. He would
2: think that he found Olive. And finally, I had to take him over and show him where Olive now lived. And, you know, when he saw her again, he was just happy as can be. That was his cat.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, it says, it, actually, it has been shown that some dogs, you know, everybody thinks dogs are totally food-oriented, and they are but there have been studies showing that a dog some dogs <laughs> actually will prefer their owners to food i don't know if our dogs would uh would stack up in that i don't know that'd be interesting you have no, a choice he is
2: not all that motivated by food
1: no i know he uh, isn't that is true his food is always lying there uneaten it seems um so Here's, um, and then others are saying, you know, for all we know, a dog's emotional life may be much more complex than ours. So, you know, we think, I, I, I don't know, we don't know, but listen to this. Molecular biologists have found that there, there are genes in dogs that are also found in some humans, and the genes in humans are associated with a genetic disorder called Williams Burin syndrome. And people who have Williams Buren syndrome are indiscriminately friendly.
2: That's a syndrome? Yes.
1: <laughs> because it's not because it it makes them socially um uh, yeah, because, I mean, it's like they'll sit on a bus and they'll just start, you know, cuddling with the person next to them or something. I mean, you know, they just, they don't get it. They just, they don't understand. So in that respect, the fact that people who have that syndrome, um, you know, and that is what dogs have, so whatever. And the fact is, is that human beings over the years have... Uh, have selected the friendliest dogs, right? So that just right. keeps. Um, but right. it says so the
2: point that when a dog acts like a dog, we feel the need to apologize.
1: Yeah, right. We forget that they're animals, but they, um, some have said that dogs are an extraordinary evolutionary success. Um, wolves, not so much. And dogs are successful because they. Uh, they hooked up with us.
2: Well, but they, but no, it's not. They're successful that they hooked up with us. It's what 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 was it about them that made them hook upable? And so the the Times has written other things. Remember about how um, part of it is the dog's eyebrows wiggle. Yes, yes, and, yes. They go up, so they, they have that mirror, facial. They right. can mirror emotions.
1: Right. Right.
2: And 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 communicate better by raising an eyebrow. I mean, my dog has whole conversations with his eyes with me.
1: I know. Well, his, his eyes are beautiful and expressive and almost human, and that's what, yeah, gets you every time. But he
2: uses them to communicate. He points with them and stuff.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I I just anyway, uh, yeah. So they're still trying to. Everybody's trying to figure out because we just love dogs they have an abnormal willingness to form strong emotional bonds with almost anything that crosses their path <laughs> so yeah a dog raised with a you know with an armadillo is going to you know just cuddle with the armadillo a dog you you know that's why you see all those wonderful pictures on you know on right, the internet right. these uh, seemingly strange pairings of dogs with other with other animals, but speaking of dogs, this is all just to get us to the picture. Did you see Donald Trump with the dog yesterday? No. Oh, Susan, you missed a, a very revealing um, piece of video. So Was he kicking a dog. No. Wait. No. No. This is the dog that he has called brilliant. This is the dog who. Nobody's gonna mess with Conan, said the president. Uh this is the ultimate fighter. He's the ultimate everything.
2: Oh, oh, with the dog that uh,
1: took down uh what's got his the name? ISIS person. Yeah. Right, 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 right. So uh he made a big to do about wanting to give the dog a medal. So the dog shows up at the White House yesterday and uh the President came out onto the I guess in the Rose garden with the dog and his wife, Melania, not the dog's wife, Melania and uh, the dog's handler and the vice president. and Trump never touch touches the dog as a matter of fact, he's as far away he and Melania are as far away from the dog as they can get and still They're be in the picture. Of the dog. Ah, uh, they aren't dog people, that's for sure. So who's with the dog? Pence. Pence is with the dog. He's got his hands on his head. He's scratching his ears. Clearly, Pence, you know, is not afraid of dogs, likes dogs, and the dog is smiling as the vice president, you know.
2: Yeah, so one, okay, see, so that's the one nice thing we can say about Pence.
1: That's right. That's right. He's human. Yeah. yeah. Um. And the president, my God, he was so clearly uncomfortable. I think he's afraid of dogs. I don't know. The, 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 his body language was, "Let's get the hell well, out of here.: You know,
2: if it's true that dogs can innately sense evil, I, if I were Trump, I would be afraid of dogs too. <laughs> right.
1: And when they were leaving, Melania was uh, bringing up the rear, and some reporter screamed, "Are you going to get bear on a dog?" And she could be heard saying, no. (laughs) For that matter, has anyone seen Baron in the last... No,
2: he's locked up with Rudy someplace.
1: Where the hell is that poor kid? I mean, he's not even trotted out anymore for things like the Halloween, you know, Halloween stuff. Or Christmas tree coming.
2: It's just brutal. Boy, and, I, I mean, know. really brutal. Mm,
1: mm, mm. Okay.
2: People are very cruel, and uh, I think uh, presidential children should be hidden at all times.
1: Well, but we've never seen one this hidden, and I don't think it's hidden. Well, the
2: one time they prompt him up, half the country was going, "He's autistic. He's this. He's that." You know, which is I just think appalling.
1: Right, but I wonder what the heck that poor child. I mean, It'll we'll be easy. We, we'll say this every time we've seen him. I I cannot recall if anyone has a picture that was ever taken. Him smiling. Yeah. Yeah. He just looks miserable. Miserable.
2: Well, he's hard. You know. I mean. And um, awkward. We don't know anything.
1: No, we don't. I know think anything. Think
2: that, you know. I just think I just really believe in the rule the presidential children, you know, who do not willingly put themselves out there are off limits.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I think generally speaking, pe- well, that's not true. People, I mean, not in this age. I mean, on the Internet, of course, it's horrible. No, there's Horror. just
2: awful people saying, your kid is fat, you know, do you're kidding. I mean, you can't believe it. I just think that is off limits.
1: Uh-huh. Okay, we'll all agree with that, but you said uh, the dogs can, you know, tell if someone's evil. But Susan, I have here in front of me that uh, the evangelist Franklin Graham, yes, yes, in a podcast last week, said this: that those who oppose Trump are quote almost a demonic power, and that's me. Yeah, that's you. And then the host of the podcast, who was interviewing him, corrected the evangelical. You know, you don't usually, you know, you don't get pushback, but this host corrected Franklin Graham by saying, Well, I mean, they're not almost a demonic power, they are a demonic power. Right. And Graham concurred. He was, yes, he'd been chastised by putting almost in. And he said, yes, this is a spiritual uh, value. Um, And then the two of them went on to say, again, this this is their words, it is fact, not our opinion, that literally three years ago, our economy was dead in the water. But is now just screaming forward fact well, and you know okay, what the so fact that's of course not true, no, of course, it is not true. the economy he grew less he than two percent
2: economy that Obama had brought back from ruin they just they just wipe out that whole eight years like a, it's very inconvenient that truth that there was this unblemished black president that did all yeah. of these wonderful yeah. things. They can't deal with it, so they've blocked it from their memory, and they think Trump right. brought him back from 2008. Right.
1: And then I, I just want to go back to this: uh, we're a demonic force, and Trump is the gift from God. Because did you see Rick Perry?
2: Yeah, the chosen one. Yeah.
1: I mean, how can these people? What is go- this? I, I mean, really, is uns- it's frightening because it is um, it's insane. Uh yeah. Rick Perry, if you hadn't heard on uh, on Fox on Sunday said this. I said, Mr. President, I know there are people who say you said you were the chosen one. And I said, you were.
2: God, honestly. Well, so, I mean, I here's Rick Perry's excuse. He's really stupid. I yeah, mean, I, I know he's, think stupid.
1: he's stupid. Yeah. Um,
2: he was the first one to do Dancing with the Stars, and he got voted right off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but in terms of his, did you say? I, oh, and and what's her name? Uh, Huckabee Sanders, who's going to run for the Senate in twenty twenty two or twenty three from Arkansas, and who will get in, she's going to be a friggin' senator. I bet. And she was quoted yesterday as saying, Trump reads more than any person I know. I mean, why even, why would you even go... Why even bring
2: it up? Because we know that's not true.
1: So... I guess the um the fact that so many Americans are willing to accept and 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 defend a guy who cannot seemingly tell the truth about anything. Did
2: you see that quote I sent you by HL Mencken?
1: Yes. And I've I've seen that quote before. I've quoted that quote before. And I couldn't bring it up on my phone yesterday. Do you have it in front of you? It's yeah, a great I'll, one. Yeah, I'll find you it. You find either. it.
2: Because uh, I just find, yeah, I'm sure I, I want, I'm not surprised. The Mencken
1: quote didn't. is like, uh, is from what? Uh, almost I'll, 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 almost I'll 100 right a hundred years ago. It's From
2: 1920.
1: Okay, it's a hundred years ago. H.L. Mencken, this years cantankerous, ago, here's, uh, here's what H.L. He Mencken said.
2: Okay, this is the quote. As democracy is perfected, the office of president represents more and more closely the inner soul of the people. We move toward a lofty ideal. On some great and glorious day, the plain folks of the land will reach their heart's desire at last, and the White House will be adorned by a downright moron. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's really scary that he gets he gets it exactly as it right. happened. He, de- right. he 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 describes the base perfectly.
1: Right. All right. Well, but he was I mean he was not a nice guy this guy and he was No, a, he wasn't a no, nice guy. No, and he looked down on everybody right. but he got this one right. Absolutely right. We have a caller? Uh we don't. They hung up. God. They hung up. They got to have more staying power. Caller. No, 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 no. Uh, it's just that we didn't take them right away maybe they ye of little faith anyway so people are saying that you know the the uh the public hearings haven't moved public opinion one way or the other well no because you've got these people <laughs> well, first who can't of all, those listen
2: really refuse to listen they okay. did not watch and th- so that they could accept what fox news told them happened I mean, I know they didn't watch. We watched.
1: You know what, though, Susan? Yesterday, I who was it? The uh, Wall Street Journal or the New York Times had a piece on um, the fact that a lot of Americans watch the, the the ratings. Despite what Devin Nunez said, were very high. Uh, yeah. And guess who had the most viewers watching? Not the the hearings. Fox. Really. Yeah. R- followed mm-hmm. right behind by MSNBC. So, I can't, yeah, that doesn't, in my head, that creates confusion. But.
2: Well, no, I mean, if you want to listen and only hear Jordan and Nunez, uh, you know, testifying to their lies.
1: Yeah, but you still, if they were listening, some of them, God, one or two had, had to, to peel listen to off. those
2: people. And, I mean, if yes, there was more than one really impressive person. Trotted out there,
1: uh, yeah. Um,
2: and and no, they had nothing, you know. But here's uh, you know, this is interesting, you know. I I hope any appeal of the decision about McGann uh, will be very quick. But I, you know, now they get to call McGann and Bolt and and everybody else, and either they're going to plead the fifth or they're going to testify as to what actually or- happened. And,
1: or they can claim executive privilege question by question, but they have to appear. No. Yeah. Well,
2: um I think the judge made it pretty clear that they I do
1: don't that. know. I think that I read a line that the judge said something like, It has to be question by question, there cannot be this blanket uh immunity. Well,
2: then it'll be question by question and it'll and it'll look the same. That uh they're just stonewalling. Did they answer. If it's if everything's perfect, if no law is broken, then answer. Yeah. If you you know, privilege about what to lie.
1: Let me. Uh, can I speaking of lies? Can I do one more lie thing? Sure. Because yeah. I I read this and I and I thought, you know, this would be such a deal breaker for. Back in the day, like five years ago, for anybody. I mean. The Secret Service has confirmed that it had a list of four finalists to host the G7 when they were told by the White House that the Doral, owned by the president, was the winner. It was not on the list of finalists. Of course not, because it's inappropriate. Right, and what the White House had said when Doral came up, if you'll recall, was that the Doral was chosen after a thorough search process and found to be, without a doubt, the winner. The best. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah, yeah, well, oh my! Oh really? They lied. I mean, oh really? They're cleaning up the mess afterwards, like all of these emails of the State Department trying to come up with a legal reason to withhold congressional-approved aid.
1: Yeah, but Susan, none of this, none of this matters, does it? No, I know. Isn't it something? Because
2: truth no longer exists for forty percent of the country.
1: Well, you can't have a country in which that's the case.
2: I mean, I, that's just that's obvious. No,
1: but that's uh, we can't have a country with forty percent of the well, we do nation have a country. That's in happening. a state and of you're right. It's irrationality, right?
2: It's falling apart because you can't you can't base real life decisions on fictions. And when you know, you might do okay by accident every once in a while, but that can't be your policy. Yeah.
1: <sighs> Gigi and, writes. You know, and how does Lindsey
2: Graham sleep at night? I don't you know, know. I mean,
1: God, he's turned on.
2: <clears throat> I, I mean, he's he's. Let's just mount him on a lazy susan. You know, I, I just he just keeps turning and turning and turning and turning and turning.
1: Well, he is without a soul. I mean, he is without principle or conscience, and he betrays his friends left and right. Um, I, I, you know, John McCain, his dear friend, was not, you know, wasn't even cold in the ground, and he betrayed him. Right. And now he and Biden had had a very cordial relationship. And he just is
2: vile. Well, here's what you know. I like Joe well enough. I think he's just fine. That doesn't mean that I can't take... (laughs) You know, and by the way, yes, it does. If you like him just fine, it does mean that you shouldn't go around slandering him and his son. (sighs) You know, this surprise, surprise, Biden has a a 'er ne'er-to-well son like uh, 80% of the rest of
1: us. Mm -hmm. Oh, get this. Barbara has sent me this. It's a picture of the Pence's with three cats all looking very happy. And it says here that the president was reportedly angered when Vice President Pence and his family moved their pets into their federal residence. He called it low class, according to an advisor quoted in The Atlantic, when Pence decided to bring two cats. Oh, one of those is a rabbit. Two cats, a rabbit, (laughs) and a snake into the Naval Observatory where the vice president lives. He ridiculed the move to his secretary, the Atlantic reported. Um, He he was embarrassed by it. He thought it was so low class. He thinks the Pences are yokels. Almost making me like the Pences. Jesus. I know. Jeez. God.
2: I mean, what does that make the queen with her corgis? Well... In her horses. Yeah. Oh, class.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: uh, you know, we won't even get to the part about Trump talking about
1: class. And the, nothing was funnier than Trump signing this animal cruelty bill into law yesterday. Did you see that? No. Yeah. I was busy yesterday. <laughs> oh, yes, I know, but I have to tell you. Donald Trump signed a bill called the Preventing Animal Cruelty and Torture Act. And um, it makes intentional acts of cruelty to animals federal crimes. (laughs) Uh, It's a bipartisan bill. Of course. That's Uh, the only thing we can agree on. Yeah, yeah it expands a law signed by Obama that banned videos that show animals being crushed, god, burned, drowned, suffocated, impaled or god almighty. How does
2: this uh, how does this affect meat packing plants?
1: I don't know. Here's what Trump said, this wonderful animal lover. It is important that we combat these heinous and sadistic acts of cruelty which are totally unacceptable in a civilized society. Although Posing with a dead fourteen-year-old who you stabbed seven times—that is not. I mean, that is no. acceptable in Trump's civilized society, no, right?
2: it's not only acceptable; it's it's
1: laudatory, uh, laud. It's 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 it's, it's it's it's
2: it's mandatory, and anybody who says otherwise is going to get their ass fired, even if they're you know a long time and uh, clearly a high-class military officer.
1: It was, um, by the way, that bill passed uh, that he signed passed the House unanimously, passed the Senate unanimously. You don't get more bipartisan than that. This was a bill, you know, saying apple pie and motherhood are good. God. Okay, um... Oh, this is so, can I share uh, an awful, uh, can I share? Sweet. Yes.
2: If it's making you laugh, go for it. Well,
1: it doesn't make me laugh. I was just laughing at how no matter, it's, I can't No matter
2: what you do, it's awful. I can't
1: get through a show anymore without, you know, coming, having to talk about things that to me are just unbearable. I mean, evidence of the, Uh, well, here, This, this is just a new Gallup poll, shows, it won't be surprising to you, 34 million Americans reported having a friend or a family member who died in the past five years because they couldn't afford needed medical treatment or medications. So the question is, Do you, is anyone in your family or a friend died in the last five years because they couldn't afford medical treatment? No. 34 million Americans said, yeah. Now, I rest my case in terms of the fact that this country is shit. Excuse me. We are not a civilized nation. We're supposedly the wealthiest nation on earth, and... People die for want of care. 34 million. You proud to be an American, huh? Are you proud? It's unbelievable.
2: Yeah, but we don't want universal health care.
1: Listen, we don't deserve anything. This nation is, I'm sorry, I'll say it again, shit!
2: Well, it's working hard at it.
1: Another indication. Did you see, I mean, this. there's a story like this every day, too. These are stories that I literally, usually I can't read because they rip my heart out, and I, I just can't bear it. But did you see the three guys in Baltimore who finally were out in the fresh air and free for the first time in 36 years. Three guys who as teenagers, 16 years old, were convicted of a murder they did not commit and spent...
2: Oh, God, I I, I, these stories make me so ill, I can't stand No, this. I know. Wholesale ruining of lives. Sixteen years they were black, right? Yeah, of course.
1: Sixteen years they were living their lives for only sixteen years. For thirty six years they have known only prison. They're in their fifties now. They were given now here's you hear this a lot too. How
2: many millions did they get? No.
1: I, no, it says nothing. For all I know, they didn't get anything. By the way, that's state by state. And I think our state, Pennsylvania, if this happened in Pennsylvania, they wouldn't get a penny. There's a lot of states that that, that just let them out and say, I'm sorry. Sorry about that. My bad.
2: Well, in the states that they're allowed to sue, they're, they they... They at least walk away with some money. I don't know what difference that makes. At least they they know how they can put a roof over their heads.
1: Um, They were given at in the last ten years or so, after twenty six years in prison or who knows what, they were told they could get they had a chance at parole. But in order to get Paroled.
2: They'd have to admit that they did it and were now contrite.
1: That is correct. Right. And course. can you imagine? People do do that. They say, get me out of here. What do I have to say? Yeah, I killed them. Get me out of here. These guys stayed in prison, all three of them. They stayed because they refused. They refused the offer to lie.
2: To, to lie to cover a malicious
1: prosecution correct, and it was a malicious prosecution. the state's attorney who uh who brought the case now dead um, was had just cooked the i mean had with you know withheld evidence um had uh, strong-armed uh, middle school kids into being witnesses to a crime they did not see. Uh, the witnesses have now said, uh, they told the investigators who started looking into this case, they said they had been coached and pressured by police officers who had met with them a number of times without their parents present these three 16-year-olds who were sentenced to life in prison for a crime they didn't commit were absolutely railroaded, total yeah. prosecutorial misconduct. Um, the, current, um, the current state's attorney in Maryland, this was all in Baltimore, is a woman named Marilyn Mosby, and she's the one who got these guys out and she's gotten six other people out. She has Anybody a,
2: this prosecutor put in should be let out.
1: Yeah. She now has a, a, a specialized investigators who are sifting through, I'm sure, every case that SOB had, plus others. And there are other states that are doing this kind of thing now, which is why you'll see more and more of this. How many men have gone to their deaths have been executed because of this kind of unbelievable corruption and she said today is not a victory as these three poor guys got out today it's a tragedy she said that these men had 36 of of their lives 36 years of their lives right it's not not a great
2: day when you stop torturing innocent people it's it's just it's just a day you know i mean it's awful
1: and then as we know from other stories like this these three guys are going to be so at at sea so unable to navigate the world the world in 36 years as we all know has changed so much and they don't know how to navigate it and they They're gray-haired men now, old men. Alfred Chestnut, Andrew Stewart, and Ransom Watkins, these poor souls. Their lives were stolen. (sighs) It makes me... And they are by law forbidden to seek recourse? I have no idea about that. I know in Pennsylvania people don't get shit. Excuse me for saying shit so much today.
2: Yeah, you're pretty cheerful. What are you what are you thankful for this year, Lynn?
1: <laughs> I'm thankful <laughs> for my family. I'm thankful yeah. for my friends.
2: Have you shown them that beautiful picture of us yet?
1: It's on Facebook, our Facebook thing. Oh. Yeah. I've shown it to a lot of people out in the real world and they say, Oh, that's nice. I've shown him all those pictures. When are we going to get other pictures from the wedding?
2: Uh, I don't know. I asked the same question. I'd like to just see a video so I could see it. I, you know.
1: Because you were a wreck. You weren't a wreck.
2: I wasn't a wreck, and I was. I. I you yes, said you I were in the moment. Like me, I wasn't even. An, I really wasn't drinking. I didn't my phone was back in a back room. I wasn't taking pictures. I was intentionally in every moment. Yeah. And I can't remember a blessed thing.
1: <laughs> sure. Well, I guess that is why they take pictures in. It's all just a blur.
2: For example, someone told me. Sorry, guys, but this is so much better than Trump. I'm going to regale you with wedding stories. All right. So a, a friend of my daughter's sang her down the aisle. This this woman has a yes. beautiful voice, and she sang the song that my husband used to sing to her when she was a little girl. My brown eyed girl. Yeah. Huh. And and I didn't even know that on the last group of sha la 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 she said everybody and everybody was singing them down the aisle Yeah,
1: I didn't even hear that you didn't, I didn't sing even hear that. i sang no la 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 you couldn't hear my horrible voice right behind you i
2: couldn't i didn't even hear that so wonder where you know i was i must have been on full anxiety static mode <laughs>
1: Well, I think her everybody was a little. Um, it was, it was not like everybody. It, it, so I think, yeah, there were people. It started at first somewhat tentatively because people weren't sure they'd heard that, but I did. I got it. I did. <laughs> so anyway, it was
2: a nice wedding, folks. I just have to say.
1: Well, let that be the end of it. Okay. No more weddings.
2: No more we- no more weddings?
1: Well, who do we got to marry off? We got a few boys to marry off.
2: Uh, yeah, well,
1: it doesn't matter. I'm just saying elope.
2: Look, uh, I think that I think that's a highly individual
1: uh, Well, that is true. You know, Everybody gets to do what they want to do. That's right. Right. But uh our brother eloped, um, and Susan and I were married in the backyard. Right. And none of us, w- e- neither of us, wore a wedding dress.
2: Nope. Nope. <laughs> well, it was, you know, it was well, the '70s.
1: Yeah, but you took his name, which I couldn't believe. Well, I
2: took his name because my name was Susan Miller. And every time and do you know how many Susan Millers there were? Yeah, there's just a m- in our little community. I know, there's in Susan in Green Bay. There's a million of so them. So, I yes, was sir. constantly hearing Susan Miller's going to do this and Susan Miller's going to do that, and it would always scare me and it was never me and I and I didn't care that my name was then going to be Nutzel. Well, I just didn't I, want to be Miller anymore. Susan Miller. It was like going through life with as Jane Doe.
1: Yeah, we all got screwed on our names.
2: We really did. Susan Beth Miller. I mean, Jane De, You know, Jane Jane Doe. Okay.
1: Ida Lynn Miller? Would you prefer that one? <laughs> <laughs> Okay,
2: and then and then Bill was named what he was, but didn't know how to pronounce it. it.
1: Our brother mispronounced his name for what, like 40 years. Yeah, Um, his name was William Ian Miller, when in fact it was Ian. But well, how did that happen? So Dad mispronounced the captain's name. That was
2: Dad's captain's name, and he probably. Only saw it written, and he never heard the guy called by. Well, his that's first true because it
1: would be Captain McPherson. Captain so and so. Yeah, I think so it was McPherson. So
2: my okay. guess is, and yeah. Dad, you know, loved that man, I think in his own head he equated him with his survival through, on a ship yeah. through World War Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for so, four years, so he named his firstborn son after him. But I, the only thing I can think of is they didn't know how to pronounce it. Okay. And
1: Nobody That's because
2: they probably never heard it,
1: true, I think you're right about that then we have a caller, maybe hello? hello hello, 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 hello
0: hey um you want to hear a cheap wedding story
1: a what wedding story
0: a cheap a cheap wedding story a yes!
1: cheap wedding story sure
0: cheap wedding story um my wife and I were twenty four years old she was. Three months pregnant and she said she didn't want to get married because she was pregnant so one day she woke up on a month on a Monday and said I think I want to get married and I said okay I'm in the construction business and we we're living in Maryland at, at the time. so every time I had to get a spring uh, permit a construction permit I had to go to that county courthouse in Maryland right and I said okay I'm gonna file for a permit today for the construction permit I'll go ahead and file for a marriage license, too. Yeah. So kill killed two birds with one stone that day, and they told me I had to wait 48 hours. Um, so we couldn't go until afternoon on Wednesday. So we took a half day off work Wednesday, left at lunchtime, got married justice of the peace. A friend of ours took us out to lunch. My boss's wife threw us a dinner party that night, and then I was back at work the next day.
1: There you go. What what got into her though that she woke up that Monday and said I want to get married?
0: Well, the baby. <laughs> I, I I think she just said I think it's time. She just said okay, and anyway I, I didn't care. I mean I was just gonna do whatever she wanted cause So how old Karen,
1: is how old says, is that? How old's the baby now?
0: Thirty-two.
2: <laughs> Isn't that nice?
0: <laughs> And, and you know we we have the probably the I I you know, I don't mean to brag, but I think that we probably have the best marriage that I know of. Well, congratulations. And we, and we <laughs> didn't we, we we didn't go into debt. We didn't we we you know my my, my mom was kind of flabbergasted because she had to pay for five weddings for five older daughters.
1: And, oh geez. And
0: and she's like, where's my 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 Passed. So they would just show up, and she didn't have that opportunity because we just got dusted with a piece. So they threw us a picnic, I think, the following Sunday or something like that.
1: Well, yeah. that worked for you for sure.
0: Yeah, it's I not about know. the wedding.
1: <laughs> it's not about the wedding, but congratulations. I still
0: understand, especially we, we drill it in our we, young women's minds that it's all about them. And I think. That's a real wrong message, what a wedding is supposed to be about, but that's... What, what do you think, think a wedding's supposed to,
1: What What do you, you would say
0: a wedding is supposed to be about? Joining families and about love and romance.
2: Right, right. I mean, I think I, I, I tell people that, you know, pay attention. You are making each other a promise. And, and that promise might, you know, is what keeps you together when you can't remember why the hell you loved each other so you either keep your promise as you or you don't but if you do you end up where you are with a lifelong you know companion that that knows you and 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 you become one it really is you know you become this entity and that's what that's what people strive towards and it it turns out to be not as easy to get as people think
0: I think people values are turned upside down or or what's important and um, it's like man you got nothing unless you're happy and healthy and and all the others just fringe and yeah Yeah. frosting right it's yeah yeah.
1: not important but thank you for the great story and congratulations yeah Yeah.
0: thank you (laughs) (laughs) have a nice
2: Thanksgiving
1: yes and you too you too
2: when they everybody have an apolitical
1: thanksgiving i don't know if that's possible oh god it's possible but okay okay bye thank you goodbye bye uh, um so speaking of that my god the newspapers are full of all these stories about how to get through thanksgiving what you should do what not to do here the, the new york times the other day had like a a series of topics that you could like, you know. Uh, here's what you can talk about. You do not have to talk about blah blah blah. And I'm thinking, my God, is it? I guess it is that fraught out there.
2: Well, I, I listen. We just went through a. I hate to bring it up, but there were plenty of different uh, political opinions at, at
1: the uh, wedding.
2: At the wedding, and everybody had a jolly good time. Mm -hmm. Because that's not what this was about, and and everybody. I was was seen kissing
1: people who voted for Donald Trump.
2: You yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) And sometimes I even meant it. Right. Right. Yeah. Sometimes I was closing my eyes and gritting
1: my teeth. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, I do feel this distancing. Uh, from some of these people who've been in my life since I can remember. Forever. Yeah. yeah. And well, I, me too. And yeah. I don't feel... Yeah, there's this familial bond that remains, but I don't feel the same, and I don't seek out their company.
2: No, the way I used to. No, and that's... It makes me very sad, but yeah. I... you you know i one can't help but be informed by people's choices yeah and and what they're willing to pay to get what they want and the fact that some of these people who you know i i mean i i haven't stopped loving them but i am inf- more informed as to what i now see as a basic character issue
1: well that makes two of us so, Susan,
2: yeah,
1: uh, Maureen Dowd said that she signed up for this, uh, a word a day email that, you know, to build her vocabulary. Uh, yeah,
2: I've had that forever, yeah. I have Most not. Most of them I know, yeah. Yeah,
1: well, she has ones here I never heard of, a one of them. Okay. She says, well, well, I know this one, Friday's word was vulgarian, What? Which right. I have used...
2: Which is like, Donald Trump is a Bulgarian. Garian.
1: I have used that 500 million times. Uh-huh. Uh, here's another one, though, that she's learned. Rodomont. Have you ever heard of that? Rodomont? R-O-D-O-M-O-N-T. Rodomont.
2: No. I, no. Guess what
1: that is. A vain, a vain boaster. Trump! Uh-huh. So, what's weird is half the words. Are these words we don't know, are, but we are can use tr- for Trump. Yeah, adjectives here's another of one of Trump Grobian. Grobian. Uh, it's a it sounds Grobian.
2: well, he asked that's just there must be somebody that's like uh, yeah, uh, big and blobby and Grobian. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, no, Grobian, it sounds like it'd be an adjective, but it is a noun. A Grobian is a buffoon. Yeah. Okay, that's enough. Okay, all of these. And a synon S-I-N-O-N. Never heard of that either. Or Sinon, I don't know how it's pronounced. One who misleads and betrays.
2: As in Donald Trump.
1: Donald Trump. Sign-on. Donald Trump. He's a Grobian, Sinon, Vulgarian Rotomont. And that's just getting started. And here's another word. Prodictomania. And that is a feeling or belief that everyone is out to get you. So he's also a prodictomaniac. Great. Right. He, he's so awful. All right. Yeah, he is awful. I mean, beyond awful. I mean, it, beyond. I,
2: awful. I'm just gonna say again. Um, you know, but I mean, I am. Well, let's see what happens if they bother to sub, to subpoena some of these folks. But you know, maybe we'll vote. And maybe it'll work. I I, I, I think what it sounds to me like what's happening is Michael Bloomberg timed his coming in, uh, you know, and if we can and, and if he can get a stepladder up to his steed and ride in, he might just save everybody.
1: Nah. What do you mean? As president, he's not going to be president. I want him to use his money to get whatever Democrat is elected, and I know he is going to do a lot of that I because think he I think he's he using his money to to get make sure uh, for voter, you know, for getting voters out. For I mean, he's a good guy in that regard. This is a guy who uses his gazillions uh, well, really he's, he's well.
2: He said he's going to die penniless. It's, he's going to give good. it all away, one way
1: or another. Good. Um, Wait a minute here. I just, Milton has... Oh, God. We've got this new email server, Susan, and every... That doesn't work? No, it doesn't work. But it literally says everything I want to see is... Wait, I'll, I'll do it again. It is unbelievable. It doesn't let me see anything. It says may have sen- sensitive content. Everything. So if you send me... If you send me an email with uh, a nursery rhyme in it, it will not. It'll say, I have sensitive content. And so you have to literally press a button to undo.
2: Yeah, well, we don't want you to be triggered.
1: No, that is correct, I guess. So anyway, I have dismantled or undone or something, and so I got Milton's uh, quote, which is something he got from Twitter, and it says this, Avoiding politics at Thanksgiving... Is how we got Trump. Put on juggalo war paint and politicize everything. Redistribute the bread rolls. Nationalize the monopoly game. Unionize the flag football league. Incite a kids' table uprising. Make a guillotine for your table centerpiece.
2: I want to go to his
1: house. <laughs> that is great. Ah, that's well, wonderful. Well, you
2: know, the, the good news is is that my Thanksgiving table is going to be full of uh, people that agree with me. So yeah,
1: you know. Well, me too. Actually, the only disagreement at where I'm going is um, there'll be some people there that are way to the left of me, but um, I'll try to keep my mouth shut. I'm. Yeah, I'm going to a communist Thanksgiving. Cool. Yeah, these are some serious lefties. I mean, these people have been working in the. I mean, I really am. <laughs> I'll I'll try to behave myself. Um, yeah, please. Yeah, no, I mean, but really, I am. I will be one of, if not the most moderate person at the table. Uh, definitely one, of them. <laughs> Um,
2: I have a sc- I have a score one for the deer and the deer hunting in Wisconsin story. Do you want to hear it?
1: Oh yeah.
2: Okay, so I'm sitting at a meeting yesterday with uh, uh-huh. a bunch of guys. You have not told me they, how
1: that meeting went, by the way, and I'd like you to send me some. It's okay, all fine. Right. Okay, Okay,
2: out an email. It's all fine. Okay. Um, and so I'm sitting at this meeting, and they're all they have all been deer hunting, and you know, one got a ten pointer and. Someone, you know, accidentally shot a six-pointer, and you get a $250 fine for that. And then this other guy walks in, and he's got what look, seems to be like a fresh Harry Potter scar right down his forehead. <laughs> and I'm trying not to notice, you know, because you don't say, hey, what happened to you when you first meet some guy in a meeting? And But somebody else did say, hey, what happened, happened to you you yeah. we were hunting? What happened and he laughed. He said, well, I was sitting on this pail, and there was going my buck, and I had my rifle up. And just as I was pulling the trigger, the pail broke. And I went down, and the gun, you know, with the, the
1: rifle, the rifle, the
2: re- right into his forehead and right. out.
1: <laughs> and he missed the buck.
2: Well, of course, because yeah, the, I, the rifle
1: pointed right, up. Right. Good. So, and
2: that's what I said. I just smiled and I said, well, it's very cute. You look like Harry Potter and score one for the deer. <laughs> Jesus.
1: <laughs> I used to so hate being in Wisconsin during deer hunting season. With
2: all those dead deer lashed on top of Oh,
1: God, every other car. had Animals. Bloody animals on them. God. Couldn't take it. Anyway. So. I think that's it. John Simon, a uh, the, one of the more hated critics in America, is dead. And I don't see any... I mean, all I saw on Twitter was things like, Yeah, screw him. I mean, my God, he must have been hated. 94, he, uh, he wrote film reviews, theater reviews for the New Yorker. I mean, for New York Magazine, I think, but also for a bunch of other... He was he he likened himself to h. l. Mencken, who we started things with um but he was said to be a racist, a misogynist, homophobic, and grossly insensitive. I'm going to give you two quotes by him um and I don't necessarily disagree, I must say. <laughs> oh, and by the way, of people uh, of interest, he liked almost and nothing. I mean nothing. He loved the plays of August Wilson, just saying. Okay, so he says... All
2: right, well, that doesn't sound like he's, you know, I mean... Well, okay. he just
1: liked the films, I mean, the plays of August Wilson. It doesn't mean that a black person wouldn't get his, but he said this. I do not like people who are a professional this, that, or the other. Professional writers, actors, and singers, that's okay. But I don't like professional Jews, professional homosexuals, professional blacks, professional feminists, professional patriots. I don't like people abdicating their identity to become part of some group and then becoming obsessed with this and making capital of it. I don't necessarily disagree with that. No, I don't sort of either. And And I know what he's talking about. Yeah, I do too. And here's another... Uh, "Quote: um, Well, he says uh, the world is full of idiots, and they're in control of everything. If I can't convince if I can't convince these imbeciles of anything, I can at least annoy them, and I think I do a reasonably good job of that.
2: Well, I think I say that all the time. I mean, when I when I send political contributions." To those to my, um, my hated opponent on the school board, I send her lots of money to keep her in the um, Senate of uh, Missouri because she is the single most aggravating person I know. And uh, that's what I want her to do. I want her to go down there and aggravate all those Republicans. It's perfect.
1: Okay. Hank, one more that Milton has sent. I will be changing my Wi-Fi password to Impeach45 this Thursday so that my MAGA family members have to put that in their devices to have some of my delicious Wi-Fi. Oh. So th- <laughs> okay. Uh, here's just a few more from John Simon. Um, uh He said his formula for an ultimate triumph on Broadway would be this. A loud, vulgar musical about Jewish Negroes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, it would be a loud musical about Jewish gay Negroes.
1: Okay. Okay. Well, whatever. I actually think that's funny, too. And... um, and then um he was actually ended up being barred from some film screenings. i mean, people would not even let him come in um okay, so he said, uh William F. Buckley said this uh Simon reviews movies in the same sense that pigeons review statues." <laughs> And here's or what he said. you know that
2: about him. Then oh, everybody God. Everybody right. knows that about yeah, him. Yeah, okay. no If Molly right. he writes her negative reviews, then, you know, that cancels itself.
1: Okay. And we're, we're out of time. We're over time. We've got to get out of here. But uh, oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, safe
1: travels. Are are, is the weather uh, is going bad? That's
2: why we are traveling today. We are getting ourselves uh, to Chicago today. Before all hell breaks loose. is a blizzard or something. Yeah, right.
1: Okay, well, good. Um, Safe travels, and okay, okay, Sue. Thanks. (laughs) Have
2: fun. Happy Thanksgiving.
1: Yes, Happy Thanksgiving. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Happy Thanksgiving. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye.
0: reflect the viewpoints of Pittsburgh City paper or its advertising.